Hi friends, welcome to The Trust. This is episode 10. Today we're going to look at discipline. What does it mean? How does faith inform it? Today, instead of me making my own best guess, we're going to turn to you to see what you have to say. So let's get this going. You're listening to The Trust, the podcast of the SDDC Unit Ministry Team. I'm your host, Brad Cattleman, and we are glad you have joined us today. I hope this energizes you, edifies you, and may you experience God's blessings. Today, we're going to talk about discipline. Now, if you ask people, what is discipline, you are likely to get a variety of responses. If it's in the military, they may say one thing and refer to self-discipline. If it's in the context of parenting or supervision, someone may have an entirely different definition. This was demonstrated pretty strongly to me when I went around and asked folks what they thought discipline was. So I did a little informal poll of the folks who sit near my office, and here's what they had to say. So the question for you is, what is discipline to you? Personal ethos that you're going to do what needs to be done when it needs to be done and you're going to keep yourself in check and make sure that you're making the right decisions that you need to make. Making time for the things that are necessary, staying on track, doing what you know needs to be done. It is persistence toward a goal despite the inconveniences or costs or dangers could be associated with with following that objective. You know, on the job, it's being committed to things, getting things done on time, being accountable for what you're doing. Discipline with kids is not a physical sense. It's teaching them that they have boundaries and rights and wrongs and, and how to be out in the world as a functioning member of society. Correcting wrong. Someone might have made a mistake or something was done wrong or inadvertently, and I think making a correction to something that had a problem. S- setting some kind of standard or expectations, you know. When I hear the word discipline, what it means to me is always doing the right thing every time. So as you noticed, there were slightly different definitions for discipline. Different folks define it differently. For some, it means doing the right thing. For others, it means supervising or enforcing rules. And all are really good answers. But there are definitely different definitions depending on how you use it. I've personally understood discipline to be what causes you to get up in the morning and do PT or causes you to show up to work on time and accomplish your tasks. But I suppose what I'm thinking of is personal discipline or self-discipline. Well, I turned to an expert to find out the answer. The good folks at Merriam-Webster provide this as the definition, and here's what they say for discipline. One, control gained by enforcing obedience or order. Two, orderly or prescribed conduct or pattern of behavior. Three, self-control. Well, look at that. All those definitions fit within discipline. So as you can see, we had a lot of different definitions up here in the special staff section, but they all fit within Merriam-Webster's definition. I suppose it depends on how you use it. Now, I personally have defined it as self-control, but I do discipline my children. This is The Trust, and this is a religious podcast. So let's turn to how faith informs discipline. What does your faith say about your discipline? What does the Bible say about discipline? And are they even connected? 
and we will get right to that after a break and a word from our sponsors. Hey, John, Senior Social Media Manager and Voice of the Bible. Yes, Brad. Do you ever run into this problem? So sometimes I have to write a performance review or an award or a lead form. I just don't know how it's supposed to look. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. Yeah, I bet it happens to all of our listeners. So you're sitting down and you realize you have no idea how to write some sort of administrative form. But guess what I learned? I don't know. Tell me. So we have our very own experts here at the headquarters who know exactly how to make it work. The G14 section, it's full of HR professionals. Wow, that is really good to know. Yeah, so the next time you need to fill out one of those forms or write an award or, you know, really craft just the right wording on an evaluation, I'd encourage you, check out the G14 section. If you use the offer code TRUST, that's T-R-U-S-T, all one word, you get 15% off your first order. So check out the HR professionals at G14 and don't forget the offer code TRUST to get 15% off your first order. We're back. We've been looking at discipline. We've determined there's three definitions, enforcing rules or behavior, a code of conduct, or self-control. We're going to look at how our faith can inform that. So again, I went to the smart people who work near me, and here's what they had to say. So next question, the follow-up is, how does your faith inform your sense of or your understanding of discipline? You have to really work at having strong faith. You have to be very disciplined. You have to constantly be striving to be a better person and make right decisions. I think that it probably does that in two ways. One of which is that it suggests that discipline is not easy because it has to be maintained. Likewise, faith involves continuity or continuous effort. And on the other hand, it also suggests that the, in, the, in the long run, that discipline is very valuable because it leads you to achieve something that you couldn't achieve if you weren't disciplined. I think the, the, from the spiritual part, I think that when sometimes someone does something wrong, what you're trying to do is correct them and help them get on the right path. You know, you go back to, to Jesus and what he did, and he was always did the right thing. And that's what I think was the cornerstone of it is he was very disciplined. As you can see, there are some really smart people that work here because those are all really good answers. Discipline and faith absolutely intersect. So again, I turned to the experts to see what they had to say. If you look in the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verse 11, here's what it says. Now discipline always seems painful rather than pleasant at the time, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. And if you look at the second letter of Timothy, chapter 1, verse 7, it says this. For God did not give us the spirit of cowardice, but rather a spirit of power and love and of self-discipline. Here's this passage from 1 Peter 1.13, and this one definitely relates to the third definition, self-control. Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Discipline yourselves. And of course, we can't forget the Proverbs. Proverbs is full of passages on discipline. Here's one that could apply to any of the three definitions of discipline. This is Proverbs 5, 22 and 23. The iniquities of the wicked ensnare them, and they are caught in the toils of their sin. They die for lack of discipline, and because of their great folly, they are lost. And then there's the favorite one I like to use with my children in jest, but they don't always appreciate Proverbs 13, 24. Those who spare the rod hate their children, but those who love them are diligent to discipline them. 
It looks to me like faith and discipline go hand in hand. Not only are we told to be disciplined people, we will receive discipline when we don't follow the rules. We're expected to uphold self-discipline. Now look, I have to be transparent. Self-discipline is hard. I can't speak for you, but I am not always very good at it. In fact, as I was recording this episode and producing this episode, I had a date to go running with a friend, and I wouldn't have done it if I wasn't working in an episode on discipline. So it's not easy, but it is required. So may you be encouraged and reminded that not only does our military affiliation require discipline, not only are we required to show up to work on time or accomplish our tasks, if not only so we don't get into trouble, but for more importantly, for the good of the mission that we do. But the Bible tells us to be disciplined as well. Discipline is so important to the men and women of faith who wrote the Bible that is preserved for all of us to follow. May you be blessed and may you experience the blessings of others due to your diligence and your discipline. God bless you all. This episode was recorded and produced by me, Brad Cattleman. Lots of folks to thank this week. First, Dottie in the G14. If you don't know Dottie, you may think she only does her actual job. All that spaces and force management stuff, which is really important. But Dottie takes on a whole other task for which she gets little credit, and that's what I want to highlight. Dottie is the unofficial, no, that's not strong enough. Dottie is the quasi-official lost and found finder for the headquarters. Dottie, thanks for what you do, not only in making our organization be composed of the right positions, but thank you for reconnecting lost stuff with their people. Other folks to thank this week are all those who are willing to offer their opinions on discipline and faith. We couldn't work in every comment you made, but I want you to know that they were all brilliant. Those folks are Master Sergeant Archer, Dr. Beck, Mr. Lewis, Mr. Orell, Mr. Osorio, Mr. Wetzler, and Mr. Whelan. Thank you. And of course, we want to thank our very own voice of the Bible, the matchless John Orell. His voice is like the sun finally breaking through the clouds after five straight days of rain. Friends, we are trusted professionals, but trust in the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind. This is the trust. God bless you all.